Hi everyone and welcome to the 47th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Colin. Hello everyone. Lauren. Hi. And David. Epicson. Yes, Epicson indeed. David, are you excited back. to go on the show given all of the amazing news that happened in the last week? You bet I am. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> I believe you've already registered a new website. That's right. We can talk a bit more about that later, though, David. Okay. We don't want to... Spoilers and all. You know? Yeah, that's right. Spoilers. Major spoilers. We're s- Indeed. We're so close so, to episode 50 of Final Fantasy. Yeah, I think we're going to have to do something special for that, uh, but I, I have no idea what. Will. How about listeners? You give us ideas, or... That's a good suggestion. Yeah, so... Hopefully the suggestions will be ideas. sensible. So do that, and, and we'll try and make it happen. Try being the optimum word. Maybe we'll make it <laughs> We'll do our best <laughs> to make it happen. So, as usual... We've got a two-segment show, with the first segment being news and discussion, and then we're going to have one question this episode, only one, but we believe it's a good question. And as always, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. It comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and David? FF-XIII.net. So we're going to jump back into some news after this short announcement. Okay, welcome back everyone, we're now going to jump into some news. And what an interesting week it has been after the Square Enix first production department premiere event. And yes, that is a little bit of a mouthful. Just a little bit. <laughs> Things were kind of uh, teased beforehand because Square Enix made a few blunders. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally about trademarks and registrations of things. For example, the first story is that Final Fantasy Thirteen Part 2 was announced. But we all kind of knew about that a few days beforehand. Because they registered the domain Final Fantasy Thirteen slash Two Game dot com. Yeah, which well, is pretty obvious. Knew if it was going to happen. <laughs> well, I think it had been teased for a while, and like even when we were having our interviews with the voice actors, we were kind of like, "So, sequel, how's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like that, given the way that Square Enix are working now, that a sequel was pretty much on the cards from day one. Yeah, like it, it's a first game on the PS3. And, like, you know, the first game on the PS2 had a sequel, so this one that also does. Yeah. And, I, mean, I uh, didn't expect them to make the announcement so soon. I didn't, well, yeah, the thing is, I yeah. didn't expect the, the game to be releasing so soon. Yeah, yeah that's and four well. versus. Winter 2011, that's this year, before Versus 13. I mean, they announced that the Japanese release was going to come at this year at some point, but they didn't, I don't think anyone expected it to be coming this year in our country, mm-hmm. but, or our, in the West. But you have to remember, like, uh, uh, one of the developers said that uh, they had pretty much they had cut enough content to pretty much make another game so maybe they already have like half of the work done yeah and there were a few um, jibes at the these aren't my opinions I'm just you know before I I'm just going to put a little disclaimer there but some fans were saying that um, jokingly I presume that because of the content that had to be well because of the 360 version they had to cut a load of content that was originally meant for the Final Fantasy 13 <laughs> so effectively Final Fantasy 13 Part 2 is the game that it should have been if it hadn't have been on the 360 <laughs> I bet it'll still be super linear though <laughs> yeah probably well we'll, we'll see well they did say that they were going to fix a lot of those issues with this so uh, maybe it sure won't be so. as linear as 13 but it's kind of disappointing because like we've been waiting so long for Final Fantasy Versus and then for them to announce something like Oh, by the way, we're having a 13-2. It's like, yeah, what about Versus? What about that one? That's the game that we actually really care about. I mean, Kicking the teeth moment. <sighs> yeah, I mean, like, Versus 13 looks like the real package. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, well, it's different teams, so I guess maybe Nomura needs to just get his ass in gear. Come on. Well, well they were but... pretty much working on 13. Mm-hmm. Well, they were, but they were still working on Versus 2. I think they really like put it aside. They, I think they pretty much stopped working on it for a little while to finish up 13. As Possibly. A, I, I still... I mean, we've hopped on about this for a bit, but I still don't understand what the logic was behind announcing all three at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that, that maybe was, it was to that like Fabian over Crystallis. Boom. Well, they probably thought that they would be able to push them all out within like two or three years, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, four or five years later, they're still working on them. Yeah, it really kind of goes to show you that you really should be like certain with your games because now even they they uh-huh. changed the name. Like, I mean, we're gonna go yeah. into that later, but it's just like you know, it's it seems like they're really unorganized. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about this is that we're kind of going, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going back to how it used to be. I mean, like, 7, 8, 9, 10 all came out, out within a few years of each other. And now, we're, I mean, this is a pseudo main main game, right? Mm. Like, Final Fantasy X Part Two is considered a main game in some circles. Um, and it's coming out, you know, within within two years of the last game. So that's good. Hopefully Final Fantasy Fifteen maybe around the corner as well. That's true. Uh, I bet it'll be announced uh, E3. What, Final Fantasy 15, you reckon? <laughs> E3 <Yeah>. this year. <laughs> you bet. You heard maybe. your fo- That might yeah. be likely. Maybe, maybe TGS, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if 15 was announced. Yeah. I wouldn't either. You you would not be surprised? No, especially because Final Fantasy otherwise... Final Fantasy 15 online. I mean, every generation they've had three games, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. And so... If you're excluding Versus, then they really need another one this generation. And this generation is... Well, they reckon it's got another three, three or four years left. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway, we actually kind of skipped a bit of information about this. Uh, the game is going to be focused around lightning, which I guess everyone probably expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much all we know. Well, my <laughs> question is, if it's the same lightning. Is it the same lightning? I think yes, so. Is it the same lightning? I mean, if you just look at the attire and like just the visual aesthetics, it looks like it's, it's set in a world different from Cocoon or Pulse. Yeah, it does. Well, we don't know how far we don't know how far in the future it is. Mm. But she still looks the same. It's like she doesn't. Well, that might also be because I, it's I, she fancy, looks a but... bit younger to me. Because they, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but her eyes are a lot bigger. Well, mm. I, I don't know if I just imagined this, but I do remember them saying that one of the Japanese magazines had a bit more information about it. David, you may know a bit more about this than me, but uh, I believe the topic of time travel has been mentioned. Hmm. I don't remember that. Perhaps maybe I'm just that making might that make up. S- but I, I, that I, I swear, maybe, maybe that's something to do with like alternate or parallel timelines or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I swear knows, something about that was in it. And I mean, so the trailer pretty much had um, a scene from Final Fantasy 13, which I'm not going to mention anything more about. Mm. Um, and then it had lightning showing off some armor and a sword and some feathers and some butt. <laughs> yep, some and, a uh, lot of butt. There was some cheeky. Then it looked like she was. She looked like she was squaring off with an ally to fight against some people, but then they turned on each other, and it was some purple-haired guy who many have. I call. I call him Hippie Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think an interesting that's perfect name. Ex- yeah, that's the perfect uh, description there. I mean, he, it, he looks well, like Vincent, and he's wearing a bandana. Kind of <laughs> looks a bit of, like a hippie with armor. Or maybe this is a uh, maybe this is something to do with Tetsuya Nomura, but many people are speculating that it could be Sid Reigns because their faces are very similar. Mm. Yeah, maybe like a brother or something like that. Twin, <sighs> twin Reigns. Ooh, twin. <laughs> Sid was like the only character in the game that seemed like he was from a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, he had the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He had the hair. <laughs> well, if you think about protagonists down the year, he he had the hair, you know. Yeah, and the clothes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the belts. 
But yeah, I, I do. Oh, I that's right. He had the belt. It does seem like a completely different, like, style, even. Like, just the outfits alone, entirely different. Like, they're from a different decade or so. So maybe it I mean, does even, have something to do with uh, time travel. I mean, Lightning's weapon looks different. It's still, still a giant switchblade, but it looks more medieval. Yeah, yes. it, it definitely looks different. And, and they've also announced that the combat system is going to be completely evolved. I think that's good. Kind of like how it went from FF10 to FF10 Part 2. Perhaps. If they can make it better, then or, or more power oh, to be them. Great, because because I... the battle system in FF13 right now is actually pretty good, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Like, the more you go through the game, the better it gets. Maybe they should change the name to Final Fantasy XIII Duval. That might be. Nice. <laughs> Evolve. It's like Evolve. Let's try and make the let's try and make the names of the games Western as well. Like we used <laughs> yes. a lightning stone and it evolved. And although considering how Front Ooh, Mission Pokemon Evolve turned reference. out, I think we should probably avoid the name Evolved. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. Well, the one I've, I've been saying this since I saw the trailer, but it looks. I don't know. It reminds me a lot of this Japanese game called Fate. Oh, you and your Fate. <laughs> yes, me you, and my. You fate. know what? It reminded me of it was. Um, Soul Calibur. Yeah, so, yeah. Because so uh, light, like lightning Tia. reminds me a lot of uh, what's his name? Alexander is that his name? Alexander hmm. Siegfried. Was, Siegfried. I was yeah, thinking that, more. That's his name. What's, oh, I what's her face? The one with the pole arm. Oh, um, I can't remember what her name is anymore. She's the new character from Soul Calibur Four. Yeah, I know who you mean. She has a sword and a pole arm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the the <laughs> character who's known. No one She'll be known as that one from now on because we yeah. can't remember the name. Then I kind of wonder if it's going to play out kind of like almost a bit like Dissidia and that's going to be like strictly fighting. I wonder how the story... Nah, probably not. I bet it's going to be a little bit more action-oriented. If if they can learn from Final Fantasy Thirteen and make a, a true sequel to it, then I don't think there's going to be really any complaints because although a lot of people complain about 13 there aren't any people that absolutely despise it no unlike well, like, well some well if you look games. on uh, FXN there's uh, one of my staff members <laughs> uh, Squirrel Emperor he, he's uh, quite against the game he thought it was crap so, does he like 12 yeah but does he hate uh, it I don't, I don't know I, I just think that people there are a few complaints people had but like I, don't know, I mean it's not going like, to rank as one of the best Final Fantasy one. games of all time but I don't think it's yeah it's not the worst what was the worst Daryl hmm Probably three, maybe no two. Well, I didn't really like two actually. Two had some really really broken systems. Yeah, I've heard. Two as in two as in four or two as in the real two. Real two. Okay. The real two. Not the American two. Not the American so two. So <laughs> in two, if you get attacked, your HP like over time yeah, increases you, or you something. You hurt yourself to get your HP to increase. Yeah. Weird. Self harming. That makes no sense. Flatulent. Much? Well, it, it it basically worked on a system. It, they kind of employed it in Final Fantasy Eleven as well, where. Uh, your attributes increase by using them. So if you get hurt, the game thinks you need more health. Hmm. So you just hurt well, yourself. You know, in th- that, in, in concept, that sounds like it could work, but I guess like in practice, it didn't. Uh, no. I think just because there's so many different ways to exploit that. Yeah, there's tons of ways to exploit it. Because it's technically you're strong as well, so you're, you can be stronger than the enemies, so you can hurt yourself. Yeah, like, you, like yourself, you can just let your game improved. run like overnight and once you're done... Keep you're, dying. You, yeah, something like that. Well, you don't die, you just have to get yourself hurt. But anyway, we'll move on to the next story. Yeah, we're getting pretty off topic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the next story is about another trailer that, uh, well, exclusive gameplay footage more so, um, and very extended trailer. It's about, what was it, like seven minutes long? So, um, yeah, it was around like that, yeah. Between well, six it was and taken seven down minutes. like pretty quickly, wasn't it? I still saw it. Yeah. Well, it, it was up for maybe I. half a day, and then it was gone everywhere, basically. Everyone was actually saying that they were surprised Square Enix didn't take it down sooner. Yeah, I'm surprised too. I bet it was all planned. Mm. Well, but anyway, I, I don't. I don't get this whole thing about like 
taking trailers down. I think they're the really the only people who ever do that. I think it's because um, they they really pride their graphics, and generally the trailers that get leaked are shaky cams or something. Yeah, a lot of them. So are they really don't really bad. do the game justice. But anyways, this this trailer was for Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen, which is obviously in our uh, community is a very long-awaited game that we want mm-hmm. to see. Like, so finally, they nice actually showed something. It, it was kind of nice to see a lot more of it, but a lot of it, like, I had already seen. Like, uh, the whole scene with uh, Noctis. And Stella. Um, and Stella. And Stella. Yeah, like, when they meet. I mean, there were a couple of new scenes, like the one with his father, or I'm assuming it's his father, some, or some old guy versus, versus another old guy. And he had the And them going through a toll booth in well. Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually yeah. really cool because the reflections on the cars were pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it, it was like the photo mode uh, in Gran Turismo. Oh, oh! I was Except- kind of noticing like how um, the distance was going. Like if you looked in the in the back window, you could actually just see the background like going in the distance. I don't know if that's that's probably not necessarily anything new, but for me, like whenever they animate that kind of stuff, it's it's really interesting to see how much they pay attention to the detail of when you're driving away yeah. from something. Yeah. I mean everyone's commented on about how amazing it looks, but it's pretty much just the FMVs because yeah. I, I But I, I would say that didn't think the in game stuff looked that fantastic. Mm. Well I can't even remember because I only watched it once. <laughs> oh and then and then I well, I, I remember it. seeing that the animations were a lot smoother, a lot more. Oh, realistic. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the animations weren't that too impressive. Like they reminded me of Final Fantasy Thirteen, which I found had somewhat poor. Really, animations. I thought it was a bit a bit smoother than that. Like, th- like the fluidity, it was better than FF Thirteen. But from oh, versus sorry, 13? from what I saw, yeah, versus Thirteen. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Both games, like it. Uh, maybe it's just because I've been spoiled a little bit from uh, playing games like Uncharted, which have like the best anime. Yeah, you can't ever. really compare the two. <laughs> Truth. I know. I mean, I wish Final Fantasy would have the same kind of animation. That would be amazing. Yeah. But I don't expect them to like really actually go out and do like an Uncharted Final Fantasy. Which even is though really, that would be great. Which is really funny because like I've always considered Final Fantasy the Final Fantasy games to always have like the updated graphics, the really really well, clear. Well, stuff. they do in cutscenes. They do in like, cutscenes. Their cutscenes have always been amazing. But and I don't think yeah, but those are cutscenes. Now I feel like the tables are turning with games like Uncharted, where like the graphics are absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. It's like well, really yeah, like. Uh, Way back when, like ten years ago, it was all about the Japanese developers always having the best games. Yeah. But now it's like, and now it's kind they're, of they're turned over. The past. Like they, they, they just can't make. They, they can't seem to grasp the HD uh, gaming. No. Uh, too well. Well, and they also can't. They. Uh, I, I remember reading something about the fact that they don't understand dual analog sticks. Oh really? Like they just don't really understand how to develop like cameras yeah, I in read, that way. Where stuff. where was that from? I don't know. But- but they were saying remember. that like, they'd, they'd use the left analog stick to move, but they won't ever touch the right analog stick. Hmm. <laughs> it's really strange. Which might explain why FF13 had that really shitty camera. It yes. really did. It was one of the worst camera systems I've ever played. I remember when I played that at TGS, and I was like, this is horrible, I hope they fix this for the main game. Because it kind of and slides around and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and sometimes... Like, <laughs> it works corner, if you don't touch... It, won't, the... it can't decide which side it wants to be on. Oh, it's so. I mean, so it works if you don't touch the camera at all. <laughs> yes. I mean, the thing about Versus, the, the gameplay looked pretty cool, but I didn't like the way that he kind of floated around. Oh, but that's like... like when he was in the air, like he kind of floated. a standard Tetsuya Nomura thing. Yeah, but <laughs> he was teleporting like here and there. It looked pretty fast. It's like, it's, 
it's supposed to be a, a realistic uh, well I imagine it's supposed to be a realistic game and the combat didn't look realistic to me well I, I don't think say that's what they mean by realistic, realistic. Game. it's more like the setting of the game but yeah. in essence everything else is a fantasy it just seemed weird hmm. like I, I think the combat needs to be tighter and more like a devil may cry kind of system well that one you can pretty much system. fly and teleport couldn't you yeah, no, they tried that with Dojo like, Cerberus it didn't work very well it was it was more the the one about versus it was kind of like he'd go there and then he'd kind of like drift up and down it wasn't rigid in any way it was it was very smooth it, it was very odd. flamboyant it gave me the <laughs> impression that his character was very flamboyant and it also seemed weird when he was attacking a tank with a sword <laughs> and it works in the, the the main series turn-based games because you're like yeah well whatever mm-hmm. but in like a live action game it's like that's not really gonna do anything. Tank, like this. Sure sword, would. sword, tank. What? What if it's a magical sword made of made out it of? It could mithril? be a magical sword. <laughs> it's I, probably I made out of like it's a magical sword. I mean, he has a ton of swords. He does. They're 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 surrounding him at all times. What if it's I didn't like see any evidence of that though. A lightning sword, kind of like in uh, Dead yeah. Rising. That might be cool. You know, it'd be an amazing sword. What? If it was like a sword, a beam that was saber? completely ridiculously hot. So that it just slice through metal. Well, it's like a lightning sword, wouldn't it? Well, It'd be of, like a lightsaber. A, a plasma not, sword. It's not made of plasma, it's just hot metal. A ah. lightsaber. <laughs> lightsaber. Alright, that's it. Final <laughs> Fantasy is going to have lightsabers <laughs> <Yeah>. now. Just <laughs> on, uh, well, so Fantasy. did, so... Maybe Final yeah, Fantasy. True. They could do maybe it. Maybe one day. Also, the other big news about Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen was that the trailer said that it was retaining its PS3 exclusivity. Woo! Which is very nice. There was a fanboy woo from David. Oh boy! I I'm completely happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> fanboy and then a Mickey. Yeah, I'm yeah, totally indifferent like, to this news. It doesn't really seem like it's going to stay PS3 exclusive for very long. It will probably release as a PS3 exclusive, mm. but it will be a timed exclusive, I think. I mean, does it really matter mm. at this point? Not really. Whether it's exclusive or not. I think the problem is that PS3, well, Final Fantasy gamers are used to having like top-notch games in terms of quality, mm-hmm. and um, I think we've seen from the range of PS3 exclusives that the PS3 can do more than the 360, so I think there's a lot of people out there that think that maybe if it's on two platforms, then they're going to compromise the quality of the game. Well, I think that's, yeah, that's logical, logical thinking. So yeah, that's that, I think that's why, but then we haven't really seen what uh, Square Enix can do yeah. this generation anyway. It's yeah. been pretty disappointing. Because... Final Fantasy Thirteen. I wouldn't call it like a prime example of like what no. they can do. All they've done, they haven't done any PS3 exclusives, mm-hmm. have they? I don't think so. No, nope. They've only done 360 exclusives, and all those turned out pretty bad. They all kind of flopped. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Last Remnant was the best example, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that, that's multi-platform, remember? <laughs> oh yeah, that PS3 version that never came out. <laughs> a shame. Do you think that'll ever come out? No, <laughs> it's been so many was, years. That was that was hilarious. That was that was Square Enix night. That was naivety personified with Square Enix. They were like, right, we want to capture the Western market. Yeah, so we're going to use the Unreal Engine. So we're going to license. Yeah, we're going to license the Unreal Engine. Which is going to be a fantastic Western-based game. Turned out to be crap. Never made another <laughs> game <in> the Unreal Engine. <laughs> uh, what a shame. Oh dear. Right, next story. <laughs> all right, all right, so Go, next Colin. story. This this is interesting. I find it really interesting. Agito 13 has been renamed to Final Fantasy Type 0. Why do you find it interesting? Why would they change it? Well, I think this that is probably is their question. way of just reannouncing the game to make it seem like, oh, no, no, we haven't been developing this game for four years now. Agito <laughs> 13 it's never like, oh, existed. No, 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 type, that never uh, happened. Type 0 was just announced now. So, uh, yeah, it's only been developed for a year or two. I mean, it first went from like mobile 
platforms and and then to the yeah. PSP and now pretty it's got, soon it's going to be PSP too. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I mean, it has to be one of the only games in history that's had both a platform change and a name change. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I don't have I'm any sure problems with it, but I do find it interest, interesting. Does the Type Zero have anything to do with like the game, the story? What, what game? At all? Probably not. It's kind of strange, really, because they've said that the reason why they changed the name is because they wanted it to be its own franchise. And the reason why but it's weird it's still is because using Final yeah, Fantasy. it's still part of the Fabulous Nova Crystallis franchise. So technically, there's going to be a franchise inside Within a franchise. Fabulous Nova yeah. Crystallis franchise. Yeah, they're saying Type One. Or I mean, they did register Type One and Type Two, Three, or something. Yeah, yeah. I think it goes up to Type Three. <laughs> So it's a franchise within a franchise. Yeah. I mean, they said that it's still part of the Crystal's franchise, but only loosely. Well, actually, it's a They're franchise. Well, have you, have you seen the gameplay? The gameplay trailer. <laughs> it looks... <laughs> so many franchises. Square Enix are the masters of this. I know. <laughs> I'm really... I'm honestly getting sick of it. I'm sick of all these It's oh. like Crystal Chronicles. It's a joke. Crystal, Crystal Chronicles, uh, the Crystal Bears, was a sequel to a spin-off of a spin-off. Have any of you seen the trailers for Type Zero? Uh, yes. I didn't actually no. check that one out. It's the only I th- one I didn't see. I, I wasn't too impressed. It was just... Really? It, I th- I've had a lot of people who really liked it. It, it was just a lot like uh, the the last Aguido trailer. Just a little bit longer. Yeah. Mm. It showed a lot more gameplay. Minutes. and The the gameplay looked looked incredibly like, fast-paced. People have been saying it's like Crisis Core, but better. No, I, I don't think it looked like Crisis Core. It looked a lot more... Like Monster Hunter. Ooh. That's probably going to be a lot like what the game is like because they've even said that uh, that Agito, well at the time Agito 13 is going to have uh, like gameplay that people have never seen before uh, or a multiplayer well, yeah. that people wasn't have it, never wasn't seen. Wasn't it before. like um, didn't they make some comparison with Monster Hunter? Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't say I'm Monster sure Hunter did. specifically, but they said other popular uh, multiplayer games for handhelds or something. Oh, yeah, because like we talked that. about in the last Monster podcast Hunter. about how. He said um, it's going to like exceed or was it something about expectation. <laughs> it's exceed people's expectations even though they, they couldn't have any because they knew nothing about the game. <laughs> yeah, it was a classic quote there. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's um, got a summer 2011 release in Japan. Oh, really? Interesting. That's great. Yeah. Even though they I'm actually looking forward to this more than I am versus. Really? Because, you know, I love my PSP. Oh, you do love um... your PSP, yes. Yes. And considering this game actually has a release date now, and Versus is still in development and limbo, I'm not sure if this is real, but I heard it's being released on two UMDs. Yes, yes, that, that is, real. That is uh, two been UMDs. Confirmed. It's the first game to ever be released on two UMDs. Actually, I believe it's the second. Se- what was the other one then? I, Se- I I don't know what the other one was, but it was only released in Japan, as far as I know. That doesn't exist. Oh, then. <laughs> <laughs> only in Japan. <laughs> do you get PSP games on two UMDs? It's probably a Monster Hunter is, game. Are they going to do a digital download? Because clearly that means that the game would be like one and a half gig or something. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be way bigger than that if it's on two UMDs. Well, how big's a UMD? I thought they were like seven. It's like one point six gigs, I think. Okay, that's going to be a big game then. Big, big game. Unless it's going to be like Final Fantasy Seven. But but where the last is oh, one thing they can do though with uh, the if you the digital download like if you look at the Final Fantasy Seven game. The download is significantly sm- significantly smaller than having three CDs. Oh, That's true, yeah, of shared, because of the uh, assets. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the shared stuff that has to be on both discs. So now that only needs to be on one. So, uh, well, it's going to be. I think the story is going to be interesting. Then, if it's going to be on two discs, like how are they going to? Because yeah. if it's going to be like a Monster Hunter game, how are they going to connect the two discs? Well, I think it's, gameplay might be like Monster Hunter, but it's actually going to have a story. I mean, Monster Hunter doesn't really have a story. No. Save the village. <laughs> it's not really monsters. save the village. Become the best mo- mo- monster hunter ever. 
Monster Hunter Freedom Unite was about saving the village. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, you have to protect the village. From, no, no, they look after you, and then you protect the village, and then they get, they look after you more. Yeah, but the whole point was to become the best hunter ever. Whatever, Colin. Whatever. I'm a little bit undecided. <laughs> the village on, only uh, helped you get there. I'm a little bit undecided, undecided on Type village. Zero, uh, whether I'll get it or not. But I think that's just because I don't know very much about it. Yeah, it's strange considering those two games. Um, those two is the other one being versus. They were announced ages ago, and we still know very little about them. Yeah, <laughs> it almost feels like I've, I've because of that, I've lost interest in them. Yeah, well, it seems that every single time there's a new versus trailer, everyone's like, "Oh my god, versus is the best game ever! I want it now, and I want to have children." And then it. they forget about <laughs> it like a couple of days yeah. later. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, I've been waiting for versus, and I, I can't necessarily get this game, the Type Zero, because I don't have a PSP. So, but um, yeah, like I feel like they've maybe just... it will change platforms again. Yeah, maybe it'll be PSP. <laughs> Type Zero now on PS3. <laughs> <laughs> the, the game that can't decide which platform it wants to be on. Hmm. 3DS. <laughs> oh, 3DS. no! 3DS! Actually, we're going to backtrack and we're just going to put it on the GameCube, by the way. <laughs> they can announce on the Dreamcast. They still release Dreamcast games. <laughs> we're going to put it on the really? Dreamcast. Yeah, there was a Dreamcast game uh, announced, released a few months ago, I believe. Hmm. Shocking news. Or we're bringing yeah, back the... So Colin, the do you want to go on to the next story? Oh, oh, the next one also has to do with the PSP, but not Type-0. It's Dissidia Duodecim. And apparently Aerith and Prish from FF11 will be making an appearance in the game. And maybe Gilgamesh from FF5. Maybe. Whoa, What's with that all would be these cool. main characters? Although he was hinted at in the trailer. He was. At the end of the trailer? Sashiburi dana batsu. I see. I was really expecting for them to release more villains this time around. Yeah, well, Gilgamesh is kind so of a villain. Heroes. Yeah, so Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh is kind of Gilgamesh is, but I mean, like, we had we had um, Yuna earlier that was released. Now Eris, but I think she's she's downloadable. Well, apparently, Eris is more of a support. Yeah, Eris is not actually character. going to be playable. They're saying that she's not playable. Yeah, she's not playable. Is X death in the game? Well, he was in the last yeah, one. Yeah, X-Death is in the game, but he wasn't the first one. Oh. I'm surprised they, they haven't did. announced, like, a lot of new villains. Yeah. Well, they don't really have as many, do they? There's a lot more protagonists than there are antagonists. Yeah, that's, that's true. Maybe that's what I meant. I, I said the wrong thing. I didn't mean main characters. I just meant, um... I, I just meant protagonists instead. I, I, th- I think I'd like to see uh, Palmer in the game. That <laughs> Palmer. <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> he can use his Mako gun. <laughs> yeah. And then get hit by a truck. <laughs> He'll roll uh, around and get to places. That was like I think the weirdest battle ever. The thing that's strange about this is that Prish. Why would they? Put, I don't understand it because I think Final they just Fantasy needed to put somebody from this game anyway. And Shantoto confused a lot of Final Fantasy fans. Nobody they knew don't know who, who she was. Mm-hmm. But Prish is even more random because she's only in the the second expansion called Chains of Promathia, and she only appears after the third mission. And most people didn't even get that far because it's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with these characters. I mean, well, maybe they're tr- they're just trying to introduce these unknown characters. But I think they could have done it with better characters. Mm-hmm. Like, why not put someone in from Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah. That's true. Oh man, that 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 would actually be great. Or they could Ramza maybe expand the, the a bit and like put in um, put in Ashley from Vagrant Story. It also might be a great introduction to. I mean, I know he's another anti- he's another protagonist, but like even if they tried to put Noctis in it without knowing anything, mm. they could kind of introduce him cool. a bit in that game. That might be interesting. They've, they've done it before. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a Japanese game called Itadaki Street. Oh yeah. And there was a Final Fantasy edition, and they had. Vaughn and Ash in that before Final Fantasy XII came out. 
So that might even because that be was the first time that I saw Vaughn and Ash, and they were in the game, and they had a Final Fantasy twelve stage, and they had some Final Fantasy I twelve mean, music in there. I, I'm trying to think of antagonists that they could add to it. Like, uh, I guess Seymour would be one that I would really want to see in it, since they've already added Yuna. You know. Yeah, and, and they actually said in the last game that um, they wouldn't, they weren't going to put, they wanted to put Seymour in the last game, mm-hmm. but they felt that they couldn't because they already had Titus and Jack. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, they felt that uh, Jekt was a more of a match for Titus than, than Seymour. But it was even weird but that they put Jekt in, because I never thought of him as a, a real villain. I thought well, Sin put, was... Well, in the, in, the, in the city of story, Jack wasn't really a villain, no, villain, villain out to ben- destroy the war. Uh, him no. and Golbez were yeah. like the two good guys. Within the, the villains. Uh, okay. Because Golbez is obviously Cecil's brother, and yeah. he looks out for him, even though he's evil. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, Seymour. I mean, I guess they could add Sifu as well. And there's still people they can put in from other games. I mean, Don Corneo. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh Don Corneo, that would be great. <laughs> I was thinking about Hojo. Hojo would be pretty. Oh, good. that would be interesting. That would be a perfect. I mean, like we, we were saying before, they could even add Genesis. Yeah, well, I was actually about to say that, Colin, and I was going to say something about we would probably loathe it if they did, but they could put him in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like well, they could put what I'm wondering I mean, is that they haven't like they've put in all these other protagonists but like with Hojo, like why not put in Vincent instead? Yeah. Well if they have Vincent what? and Hojo, that that would be a good match. The biggest surprise is that they haven't put Zack in. That's true as well. That is quite have a the exact same moves as uh, Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he's like he's the darling of the Final Fantasy series at the moment. Yeah, it's true. He didn't win our character battle, though. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, rubbing win? salt in those wounds. Squall. Oren won it. Oren. Oren? Oh, Oren No, did. Squall. Squall? No, Squall. I don't even yeah. remember. Yeah, no, it was Squall. Squall. Yes. A non-seven character. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, the finals between eight and ten. I think Oren beat out Zack. I believe that was what went down. Well, Oren was a pretty awesome character. I know, he was. He was pretty freaking awesome. He, oh, I would love if he was in Dissidia. But I, I'm actually surprised that they haven't added him into Dissidia. Why did they put Yuna the in? Of... Like, Yuna I or... Like, I Yuna guess it has Orin. more to do with the story. That's why they added Yuna in. Like, I, guess I guess they're trying to put in the main as many main characters as they can. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's probably why they had to put in Vaughn. Because he is the pseudo-main character. Yeah. I just wish they would do, like... If I were to put together a Dissidia... I would put all of the fan. I would try and put in all of the fan favorites because that's kind of what I would like in the game, instead of the main characters. I mean, granted, some of my favorite characters are the main characters. Like Squall is my all-time favorite. Um, but well, I mean, you have to respect them for what they did because in the first game they pretty much just put in every main character from all the series. Yeah, it's true. And in the second game, they're putting all of the main characters that they didn't put in the first one and they're putting in all the sub-main characters like Yuna is the sub-main character mm-hmm. Laguna technically is because you get to play as him as a secondary main protagonist mm-hmm. Tifa is arguably the most important character in 7 other than Cloud mm. Vaughn <laughs> well, I already said Vaughn Vaughn who is supposedly the main character of FF12 yeah. arguably I don't know. And Kane as well. Like I wish, I wish that this one they would have put in more fan favorites than just sticking with the main character theme. Well, there's still two characters left because they said they were going to be, or they said they may be up to ten. Yeah. So you never know. Well, let's see how many. Anyway, um, how many they've they've done eight so far. Eight. Yeah. Eight new characters. Yep. So there's two more. 
Yeah, potentially. Potentially. They said there may be 10, there may not be. It would be really hard to fit all of them on the main cover, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're just going to put the good guys. That's what they put on the soundtrack. So I don't think there's going to be any more good guys. Although I don't think Prish was on the soundtrack cover. I Mm. did not see her. It's probably because no one would know who she was, even if she was on it. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this random (laughs) elf character? Anyway, um, we'll be right back with our solo question after this ad break. Okay, welcome back, everyone. We're now going to jump into our solo question. So, Lauren, take it away. Okay, so this is from Reich's Feather. I guess how you pronounce it. R-A-I-X. Um, they ask, what do you think makes a Final Fantasy game a Final Fantasy game? I guess we'll do this... this yeah, I guess we'll just do this as a round table. So, um, mm. I guess we'll start with you, Lauren. Oh, um, okay. Uh, well, I guess the only way I can really answer this is just saying, like, my my favorite bits about a Final Fantasy game. And one would be the battle system. Um, I mean... I know David's going to hate me for this, but actually my favorite battle system is probably the one that they used in Final Fantasy X2, only because it's a lot faster and it's more my style. Um, but, like, I don't know why I like that style. Because I love playing, like, first-person shooters, third-person shooters. I, I love playing all of those, but I also love that Final Fantasy had its own thing going for it. It was different. It's something that's um, a nice change of pace to all the other Western games that are out there, and the turn-based battle system, for whatever reason, attracted my interest. And um, aside from that, the story is always amazing. It's always... um, It always has a little bit of romance in it, which I am a sucker for, and... um, a lot of the other games don't really do it that well. A lot of other games seem to just neglect their romanticism between characters, or they just don't know how, or they just do it poorly. And I feel like Final Fantasy is one of the only games that's found a way to do it. And when they do it well, it's perfect. And um, also, you ha- you can't negate the graphics or the music. Nobu Imatsu's work in Final Fantasy is some of the best that I've ever heard at legendary legendary <laughs> and so for me that's what makes it it's the gameplay style it's the music it's the story and the characters yeah it can make me cry it can make me happy it can make me anything and there there's very few games that can make me do that so that's my pitch okay <clears throat> Take it away, David. Well, I think Lauren pretty much just summed up everything. Uh, but for me, uh, I would just go with the music and the story, which I would say also includes the characters. Um, so music, story, and characters. And I think Lauren put it perfectly when she said about the story, about like having a, usually a little bit of romance in them. And that, and that, that really is something that a lot of games uh, don't have. And I think Final Fantasy does do it really well. And I think... Eight is a great example of that because uh, that was probably the one where it was the most obvious. Um, mm. And then, like you say, like Nobu Uematsu, he's just legendary. Uh, we were listening to some Lost Odyssey music just before the podcast, and it, like it sounded like a Final Fantasy game. So I think the music alone makes a Final Fantasy game, even. Okay, 
Colin? Well, I think that basically pretty much the story has to be really engaging. Okay, my first experience was FF7, I believe, yeah. So that had an amazing story, I think. But there was also that sense of exploration, that sense of adventure, which I think should be should 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 be in every Final Fantasy. Which is why I like twelve. It had an incredible sense of exploration and adventure, I think. And yeah, like like uh David and Lauren said, the music has to be great. <laughs> I think. Has to be has great. to be great. Has to be. Like I mean FS thirteen, FF twelve, not the best, but still pretty good. Especially compared to other titles. Yeah. Out there. Definitely. Well, actually, yeah, I mean, I... like other other RPGs out there, there isn't that sense of epicness or like grand adventure, which I think is missing in a lot of games or a lot of RPGs in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people complain and about. Final that's another thing 13. with with Final Fantasy stories. Like, you have that sense of adventure where where you're out to save the entire world, but there's also a more personal side to it. Like mm-hmm. Seven was like a sense of. I don't know, I guess finding finding himself, like for Cloud, he was like trying to discover himself because, you know, he was all confused and all that. Eight, I haven't played, so I don't know about that. But nine, nine was also about that sense of discovery, like how yeah, his origins, Z- mm. Zidane's origins. FF10, FF10 was, I don't know, the story seemed really tragic, I think, which yeah. I think was great for Final Fantasy. It was a very adult story. It was very beautiful. Yeah. And ten two came back with a bit more political story and same with 12 uh, and it was a bit more tongue in cheek yeah, well. yeah. yeah I mean LeBlanc she was tongue in cheek and I think personified. that's another thing I think Final Fantasy needs that sense of comedy in it if it takes to itself too seriously it's kind of off-putting definitely I, I fully agree yeah because I mean that. even with Renault and Squall there was still a kind of it, it was funny in some ways mm. <laughs> yeah I just love that one I love that one line that Waka says to Titus when they're in the one um, hotel he says hold your chocobos and I I don't know why I just burst <laughs> hold out laughing hold your chocobos he said hold your chocobos and I was just like I have to use that so I used it for like a week and then it just faded but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I that was something I left out that definitely um, that definitely is makes it memorable, like those lines, those moments. Oh, and like Laguna when when his leg gets cramped when he sees Julia, oh, and he's yeah. like, "Oh God, my leg! No!" <laughs> oh, so funny. And the animations for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can just picture the animation right now. I know, and it's so funny because the animation, like the graphics, weren't necessarily subpar, but like. It's you could still imagine it. You could still you could still yeah. make it out. What about you, Daryl? I think for me, uh, what makes a Final Fantasy game is uh, how it can always reinvent itself. Like um, the, there's been similarities between the titles, but each Final Fantasy game tries to push things on to the next level. They've never really rested on their laurels. And yeah, I think that's it's the thing. A, is a, a you, credit you have to the that game. sense of familiar, f- f- I can't yeah. even say it. Familiarity. familiarity. I mean, you go from Final Fantasy VII to Final Fantasy VIII, and there are things that are the same, but it's also a completely different game. Yeah. Like, the junction system confused a hell of a lot of people. I personally loved it, but a lot of people didn't. And they they tread that line. They're not afraid... That was always the thing that I really loved about the game, was they were, they were never afraid to push the boundaries. They were never happy to, to just do what they knew would um, do well. 
I mean, they've got Dragon Quest for that now. Um, you know, they they keep Dragon Quest pretty much every the same every single game. But Final Fantasy, I mean, Final Fantasy Twelve was the perfect example. That game is completely different to any Final Fantasy game that came before it. There are still fundamentals in there that are the same, but like the the combat was completely different. I mean, it was the still gambit system, the license bot yeah. system, those were completely different. They mm. weren't afraid to do that because they knew that people would still support them. Like. Final Fantasy XII is probably the one that that's most iffy between fans. Like some love it, some hate it, but they still I still appreciate exactly what they were trying to do, and that game really pushed the genre on forward because a lot of games have emulated that now, and I think thirteen as well. I mean, they took some big risks, and it and it really annoyed me when I saw a lot of reviews complaining about the fact that it wasn't a Final Fantasy title. And it's like, well, you don't really understand what Final Fantasy is about then if you're saying that. Yeah. Because everyone because, is different. Like you know, it didn't have towns. It, did, it was too linear and all this stuff. It's like, well, so what? They were trying to experiment. They wanted to see if they liked it. You know, if it doesn't work, then they won't do it in the next one. That's something that I and think they is can really not wonderful. do it in the next one. There's thirteen two coming out. Well, it might they might completely change it because it's not the same situation, is it? Yeah, I mean, if you look it? at Final Fantasy ten and Final Fantasy ten two, the battle system completely different. Yeah, and the story was completely different, like the way you, you went around. Because 10 was actually really linear as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could walk around the towns, but you pretty much had to go to certain places. You couldn't. I think really the only one that was not quite quite as linear was FF12. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it really, I really hope that they continue um, trying to pioneer. Because, I mean,. People don't necessarily like 13 either, but for me, it's like the best JRPG that we've had since this 12. generation. It yeah, mm. it is pretty much the o- the only good. I want not say the only good, but the best, the best example of a JRPG this this generation. Yeah. So maybe we've just got more picky with what we want. Mm. Maybe I'm, but I mean, if you look at you look at this FF7 compilation, you've got FF7, Before Crisis, Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerberus. All of them had had their own u- uniqueness when it comes to the gameplay so yeah that's what makes a Final Fantasy game for me the fact that every game is different I think that's also and the fact that cool though that like um, the Final Fantasy series has provided an environment where they're not afraid to try things yeah. to try new things and I think the the great thing is that if you look at all the best franchises down the years they pretty much all use the same characters I mean like Solid Snake mm-hmm. Master that's Chief true. Sonic Mario Whereas um, the Final Fantasy series has basically never, ever used recurring characters. And they're still some of the most well-known characters in gaming history. Yeah, and they were only in one game. Like, everyone knows Cloud. Everyone knows Skull. Everyone knows Dan. Everyone knows Tidus. Everyone knows Sephiroth. I think it's just amazing that they could have that impact. I mean, a lot of people don't like JRPGs, but you're damn sure that they know who the hell Cloud Strife is. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that speaks a lot for the series. Exactly, the characters are also memorable. They're not Mm. forgettable. They're all iconic. Yeah, that's actually something I want to say about the music too. Not only is it great music, but the most most importantly, it's memorable. Yeah. Yeah. And and it adds to the story because once you hear the music, you'll remember. Everyone knows the Final Fantasy. Battle complete ringtone, the fanfare. Yeah. And on that note, I think we've rounded up that question. So I want to talk about what music we're going to have at the end of this episode. Yeah. How perfect. We didn't set that yeah, up at all. I, that's why I'm the master of the segue, Colin. <laughs> that you are. Uh, this music actually 
I guess it's kind of got a little mini story to it. A couple of yeah. years ago, we uh, I used to work for a website called Square Sound, and we ran a competition where the prize was a chance to go to a Distant Worlds concert to meet Nobuo Uematsu and have a little chat with him. And uh, we had quite a lot of entries to it. And this is the song that actually won the competition, as voted for by me. I was one of the judges, along with uh, Larry OG from OC Remix. And the song is from Final Fantasy VI. It's a mixture of Devil's Lab, Kefka's theme, the opening theme, and Umaru's theme. And it's called Dirt Devil, and it's by Zircon. It's really awesome. So hopefully, hopefully you enjoy listening to that. Maybe I'll feature a few more of the songs from the competition in future episodes. So next Tuesday's episode will be Kingdom Hearts Union, I believe, Lauren. Yeah. So listen up. And uh, and we're gonna have some interesting news about that as well. Sure. Because um, there's a few announcements. Not only was there a lot of fun, yeah, there wasn't just a lot of fun. Square Enix has been busy this month. Yep. It has been very busy been with busy some unexpected piece. games as well. Oh, Nomura. Mm. <laughs> oh, Nomura. Uh, the next episode of Final Fantasy Union will be on the 15th of February, and you can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union feed on the iTunes store. If you just search for the term Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, we come up as the number one. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we implore you to check out FinalFantasyUnion.com, where you can check out all our Final Fantasy news coverage and take part in the community. I mean, we get like 50 plus comments on our stories now, so there's never a shortage of people to discuss your opinions with. As Colin knows, discuss your opinions. Discussions, yes. remember, yeah. friendly discussions. Don't take <laughs> things too seriously, <laughs> especially not Final Fantasy twelve related things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just teasing when I when I do that. I don't really mean any malice. That's a good disclaimer, there, Colin. Yeah. Yes, it is. Just thought <laughs> I'd put it out there. <laughs> you can also catch the show on David ff-xiii.net and ff-versusxiii.net and ff-type0.net. I got in very quickly. <laughs> <to watch that. laughs> that must have taken a lot of air. Just so you know, that's not one domain. No. No. There's three separate <laughs> domains. A very long domain name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it would work so. with the dot, all the dots in there. Yeah. It could be subdomains. Oh, that's true. Subdomains, subdomains of a subdomain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, everyone, would you like to say your farewells after this very long episode? Yes, spread you well, everyone. Goodbye. I love you all. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and funfancyunion.com production. <laughs>